Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is going live soon, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Good morning and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Market Rundown with Angie Setzer and our special guest analyst, Colton. What's up, buddy? How you guys doing? Oh, good. How are you? Doing good. Doing real good. All right. So the markets right now are, I mean, they just took a beating yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was, there was nothing really good that came from on any of that. Feels like the traders are a bit scared because of what, uh, you know, walking away from the North Korea thing early without a deal and kind of, you know, Trump said, I'm taking my ball and going home type of thing, you know, and it just kind of left. I think they've got a little shake up there when you start looking at how is he going to deal with what's uh, with the residual effects of China now um, with that March 27th deadline that's kind of coming up there. That's kind of sort of on this calendar, but not. So I guess what's your take of what's going on? Where do you see things moving? Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's the big question we did see yesterday that uh, North Korea's nuclear testing setup is operational again. So that kind of goes against what we had talked about or seen with the last sort of summit there that they would stop with the nuke and the nuclear testing and, you know, try to denuclearize, nuclearize, either way, um, you know, they had agreed that they would do certain things and we're not seeing those happen. So it does start to cause some concern. I mean, we, we have had, and I'm not trying to make a, this into a political conversation. It's just a, a, an observation from a lot of folks out in the, you know, in the world and in the market. Um, you know, we had this North Korea, this is what the summit looks like. This is what we're going to accomplish. This is what we did accomplish. This is how it's going to work. And this is what's going to happen. And then it, it hasn't necessarily, uh, we had the government shutdown. We're not going to come up with any sort of anything until the wall is, is funded and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we're shut down for two months. We finally reopen. And if we don't have an agreement in two weeks, we're going to shut down again. Well, instead of doing that, we just allowed the government to remain funded and had a uh, emergency declaration. So, you know, that's the question we did see at the start of the week here. Pompeo came out and said, you know, if it's not perfect, Trump's not going to sign up for it. Um, you know, and what does perfect look like? What is the, is perfect possible? You know, and so that's starting to cause some concern. Um, the thing is that the, is really a head scratcher to me, though, is none of this trade talk or any of that other stuff has been bullish to corn and wheat. It's not like we saw this huge rally in corn and wheat as a result of Chinese trade talks, you know, but it's been the, the market structure. Those two market structures have taken the biggest hit. So, you know, it's causing a lot of confusion. It is for me anyway. I mean, we're pretty used to seeing, um, you know, a, a January through April sort of smash in the wheat market. And somewhere along the line, we have a complete and total puke um, only to kind of recover into new crop. So that part isn't as confusing as the corn side of it right now, because corn really, if, if you sit down and start to put a pencil to paper on what, uh, 
you know, you could be looking at for carryout next year if we didn't see this increase in acreage that folks are talking, you know, they, everyone's still saying we're going to see this big increase in acres, but I don't know. There's about three feet of snow in Algona, Iowa right now that, that's got to melt, you know, um, right. and it's March 8th. Now we are two two months away from, from Mother's Day. We still got quite a bit of time. I mean, I, I get that, but uh, we're also way behind when it comes to what got done last fall. So, right. um there's just so many moving parts and, and I've had a lot of people say, well, why is corn and wheat going down? And my only response to that is if you have an answer, let me know because I, I have no idea. Uh, you know, and so to see soybeans actually remain relatively resilient, um, you know, comparatively speaking is, is also quite a, a surprise. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that's got me really worried right now. I'm looking at my, my watch down the dates, uh, March 8th. And you start looking at like, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Eastern Nebraska, um, Southern Ohio, you know, on that, that, that area of, of the world, they're two weeks out from playing. Like they, that's when they, this is the normal yeah. time frame for them to do it. And unless something remarkable happens, it's not going to start then, you know? So you know, you're going to start looking at, I mean, do you think prevent acres are going to start creeping into the conversation this year? I think it's possible. I've seen a couple market analysts uh, go back to like 2013, what we had seen on that side. Um, you know, and so there's obviously a lot of thought that goes into to prevent plant. We had conversations last year, you know, about it in the Dakotas. I think I was in Fargo towards the end of March last year. Yeah, it would have been, it'd been the last week of March. And it was snowy and they got another snowstorm and it was cold and people were talking about what that would mean or what it could mean. And we had that, I got tagged in a, a, a video of a guy actually doing some tillage work in snow where he was basically like to hell with it. I'm just going to start doing what needs to be done. And, and they ended up growing a, a decent crop because the weather pattern kind of shifted and, and everything was okay. But that's the Dakotas. I mean, and the, the fall prior, we had relatively decent weather to get a lot of work done you know, right now we didn't get a, a lot of that work done. Um, the biggest question I have is what are we going to be looking at with trend line yield? Now I'm not an agronomist, but a lot of the conversations that I've had with folks is that, you know, a lot of time over the last couple of years, we've been trying to kind of out yield our way out of uh, um, negative margins, you know, and so that means spending extra to try to get better results. And a lot of folks this year are saying, I can't, I just flat can't spend that extra to get better results because there's nothing that I can, you know, I can do. And so that's the, the million dollar question right now too, is what are we looking at with yield potential? You know, what's acreage potential looking like? And so, you know, sitting here March 8th, obviously the, the bears in the market structure will say we have plenty of time, you know, and the bulls in the market structure will say, yeah, but this year's different. And so what's most frustrating is just about every year we have this conversation and, and some years it, it, uh, changes and other years it, it doesn't so we'll have to see you know kind of how things play out you know over the next three to, to four weeks weather wise but the biggest thing that we have going on is you know the logistical backlog that's going to take place with trying to get you know fertilizer and chemicals and things of that nature from where they are to where they need to be yeah. especially with the river i mean you're going to see some really probably intense flooding uh, you know along our, mm -hmm. our river channels too you know, Mary Kennedy has been talking about it. She's up in Minneapolis and she pays attention to a lot of the logistical factors that are, you know, a part of all of that. And and she's, you know, already saying that, you know, it's, it's going to be a nightmare really. And they're expecting another 10 to 
12 inches of snow in parts of, of Minnesota right around the Twin Cities this weekend again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's just all kinds of stuff that are packing up. Even if you know, we're looking at the rivers right now that are already swollen and, and running at, at capacity and then you start throwing in all the snow melt that's going to get there. It's going to be a, a very soggy, mess, nasty mess this this, uh, this spring. So Yeah. Yeah. It's so tough. it's going to have a, a big influence, I think, on, on everything that takes place. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. All right. So big report comes out today. Any uh, any real thoughts on that, that, that you think you're going to steer the market one way or the other? I hope it just helps somehow stem the, the bleedings, you know, but mm -hmm. at this point, I don't really expect much. Uh, some folks are anticipating corn carryout to increase. Others are expecting it to stay the same, you know, same in soybeans. The overall consensus is that we aren't going to see any major changes versus, um, you know, what we had in place here in the February report. So I guess we'll see all the attention after today is going to turn to acreage and, and quarterly stocks that'll come out on the 29th. Right. Okay. All right, Colton, you got anything you want to add to the conversation here, buddy? You want to say anything? Your two cents on corn. <clears throat> you say, what should you do with corn? He's like, he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Buy hold, hold, don't sell. I don't, he's got nothing. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works for you, right? Yep, exactly. Uh, it depends on your operation. That's, that's right. That's right. Easy answer. Yeah. All right. You say bye. No, we're just not today. Not today is, uh, this has been a week, and uh, it'll, it looks like it's going to carry into the weekend. So that's always fun. Right on. Well, Andrew, folks want to reach out to you and ask you a question or pick your brain about something going on. How to do that? You can find me on Twitter at Goddess of Grain, or you can email me at asetzer at citizenselevator.com. All right, Andrew, we'll talk to you next week and have a good rest of this one. We'll talk to you then. You too. Have a good one. We'll see you.